Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I've always wanted to help the audience take their soul to the next level. So I've partnered with Mind Valley and other amazing free courses on spirituality, mind, body, soul, longevity, wealth, and so much more. All you need to do is go to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, today on the show, we have channeler and healer, Yvonne Costancio. And Yvonne did this amazing live channeling, which is profound to say the least. Her mission with her work is to help us connect to our true and higher selves to help us through our lives. Let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show, Yvonne Constancio. How are you doing, Yvonne? Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk to you and and your channel and and the wisdom that hopefully we'll be able to put out into the world today with this conversation. So my very first question to you is, what was your life like before your spiritual awakening, before this insanity that is channeling? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I have to say that it was, I mean, like anyone's life, pretty average, right? I mean, I was just, as far as when you say spiritual awakening, I, I don't know if that was like, one grand moment that that occurred in my life. It feels mm-hmm. like it's always sort of been a very gradual uh, progression mm-hmm. to knowing and remembering more of myself mm-hmm. as the years have gone on. <laughs> and I'm 49 now. So mm-hmm. um, I do think that as a child, I always felt connected to the spirit realm. I just didn't know exactly what that was or what that meant. Um, always felt a little bit of this missing home element (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. So, um, but keeping a lot of that to myself, you know, not knowing how to express that, just like you growing up Catholic, (laughs) born and raised Catholic. Yes. Um, So, yeah, there's always been a spiritual component to, to, to my life. Um, much more than the religious component. I always sort of connected more with a spiritual sense of being. Um, but yeah, this has opened up a whole new door, the channeling. <laughs> Which so so I always love asking this. So like the first time they they decided to come in, how did they come in? How did you even, you know, did you freak the hell out? There's voices in my head. Am I going insane? I mean, this is normal thoughts of a normal human being. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yes, the first time. Okay, so this is kind of how it happened. It happened at night while I was sleeping. There were two or three nights that I woke up to voices and I just thought, gosh, I can't shut my mind off. What's up? Can't get back to sleep. I'm just like hearing hearing these voices. Um, 
And I can't remember what the voices were saying at that time, because it, it, again, I just thought it was me and I was just kind of blowing it off and being like, shut your mind off, go to sleep. Um, the third or fourth night happened again, um, usually around 3 a.m. And uh, I said, you know what? I don't think this is me. I don't think this is me. And that did freak me out a little bit at first. and. At the same time, being someone who's open to exploration of these types of realms, um, I I said, well, let's see if something happens if I if I talk back to it. So I I talked back and then I got a response. And the response was still like, mm, is this really happening? Is this me? Or is this really something else? Because it does so sound so like the inner voice mm-hmm. when it comes through, um, at least in this in this way when it was before the channeling started through my voice. Um, and so, yeah, it was a little difficult to distinguish still. Is this me or is this really something else? But when the answers were coming through and responses were coming through, that were not from me. That's when I said, oh, it's not me. Okay. And then, uh, and then what? Like, you're like, oh, good. I'm talking to somebody on the other no. side. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> then I was like, hmm. Um, you know, it was the fourth night that they requested I get up and, and, and channel through my voice a message that they wanted to share. So I got up in the middle of the night and um, they were very loving, very soothing, very, um, they felt safe. So I wasn't afraid to just go ahead and get up and go to the living room in the dark and turn on my iPhone and voice memo this first message. Um, And uh, it was really a beautiful experience, but I did keep it to myself for about five days seven days from my partner even because i wasn't sure how she would respond <laughs> i mean i'm i'm I, if you, only five or seven days it would be like five or seven years it could have been i mean it's yeah it, it's again it's i always call it the uh the thing that clears the room uh yeah when yeah. this starts coming out you never know how someone's going to receive it so and not that my partner and she's open to this type of stuff too. So sure, it sure, wasn't. Sure. I don't know why I had a hesitation to share it. I, um, I thought maybe she wouldn't believe me, or maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But it took me a little bit to, to finally get... share it with her, and she was okay with it. <laughs> so then, when did you decide to come out of the spiritual closet? If you were there, channeling closet, because it's one thing with your partner, but another thing, family, friends, colleagues people around, you know, you're, you're pretty out there at this point in the game. So, uh, when did you decide to do it and how did the people around you, you know, deal with it? And how do you deal with the psychological issue? Cause I'm assuming that everybody was like, thank God we've been waiting for a channel in the family. (laughs) Well, that's funny because I still haven't actually directly told my family. Wow. Um, they don't, and I've been doing, and I'm new at this, right? There are people who've been doing this for years. 40, um, yeah, yeah, I've been doing it for maybe two years, I think, mm-hmm. maybe a little over. Um, I haven't directly told my parents about this. Uh, 
but I know that some of my family follows me. I know that they've seen it. So maybe they've told my parents and I, and they just haven't brought it up to me. I don't Wait, know. Waiting for Thanksgiving dinner basically is what's going <laughs> to Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, they know that I channel the Akashic records and that, mm -hmm. that seems like something that they, I told them one day and it, it was never brought up again. So I don't know how, I don't know. They, I think they akin it to, is that the right word? I don't know if that's sure, the right sure. word, um, to like a psychic, sure. something like that. Medium psychic. They don't really like know yeah. what Akashic records are. Um, so yeah, they just, I think they just put it in the psychic category. They need to put um, it in a box. They have to put it yeah. in a box that, that, that they understand completely. No, without without yeah. question. So when I, let me ask you, when you do channel, does it weaken you? Does it strengthen you? What's the kind of energy that comes through? Um, it usually in the moment feels very energizing. It feels um, very peaceful. It feels very happy, uh, very... It's this space of just being held in a very non-judgmental, um, loving, open heart space. So in that moment, it it does feel very energizing. I do think that if I were to do it all the time, I think it would drain me personally, um, which is why I don't do it very often. I only do it once a week for the for the weekly channeling um, and that I share on YouTube um, and occasionally for myself, but I don't even do that for myself very often. And I, I realized that I think I like mystery. I like, you know, not having answers. I like having divine timing of my own um, revealing <laughs> of mm -hmm. self or revealing of what's next. Um, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. So, um, yeah, I I do think that I like a balance of living my my life, you know, as a normal person or whatever, and then having time with them and channeling them. But I think if I overdid it, I think it would drain me. Yeah. So what? So you know, as as you're as you're talking, like you you got this, you have this ability now, and you've told your partner and. And things like that. But what made you want to kind of come out and publicly talk about this and publicly do this kind of work? Because it's a very big shift between doing, you know, private things, maybe with some friends and things like that. Because I've heard of this with other channels that you start off with friends and they're like, oh, this is cool. Can you channel the guides and, you know, this kind of yeah. stuff. But then to go to the public world and like, you know, that weekly things and things like what made you want to go down this path? Um, It really felt like there was no other option. I don't know how to explain it other than um, the messages were um, meant to be shared. I don't know how to say it other than that. Um, you know, they, they, in the very first message, did tell me that they were here to support us and they were here to um, share the messages of heart-led presence and love, unconditional love and allowing our hearts to to um, open us to a new way of being and this new earth that they say we're um, 
in the current transition and transformation of here on the planet. And so it just felt like those messages had to be shared. I, I didn't, it didn't feel like I could keep that to myself, I guess. Mm-hmm. It would be selfish, in other words, and <laughs> they probably wouldn't keep coming either. I think they yeah, would probably they would have yeah. probably they would have probably found another outlet, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> to come through. So, yeah. do you mind? So, do you mind uh, doing a little channeling for us on the show today, so we could ask some some questions of them? Sure, yeah. I appreciate that very much. I th- yeah. and thank you because you don't do it often, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, let me just drink some tea. Sure, for and what you, and what is and what is your process? So I know because um, everyone's different. Every channel is different the way they come in and come out. Yeah, I just need a few minutes of silence to just sort of, um, I like to do a silent prayer. I like to offer myself protection um, and then, or us protection. And then uh, they, I call on them and I, they present, (laughs) they come in. They show up and they do their stuff. Yeah. So I'll let you know when, um, you know, when they're ready. Oh, sorry. Sure. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much, my dear. Okay, they are here. Thank you so much for for doing this today. Uh, my first question is, why would any soul want to incarnate into a diseased body, a physically deformed body, a painful family situation, um, you know, in pain and suffering uh, to incarnate that way? Why would they want to do that? Mm, this is a very common question, isn't it? That humans often have when they are here on the earth realm, um, finding themselves in challenging um, predicaments, so to speak, or challenging lives, challenging experiences. Um, And this can be something quite small, or it can be something quite big as you described, living a life in which they are experiencing disease or some type of disorder that causes um, uh, one to, uh, well, experience something for themselves. Now, this is where we say that every experience that you have has something that is something that you have chosen. Um, We know you were familiar with this concept and that when choosing this type of experience for yourself, you Um, have planned out for yourself something to learn, something to grow from, something to also uh, impact others who are in your life. So it's not always just about you, my dear one. It is also about those who are around you. And those who are around you will be impacted by, let's say, the um way in which you handle yourself and when we say self we mean your big self right your your soul self how does my soul handle this uh, particular experience in this lifetime in this human body 
how do I manage this experience? And in how I manage it, how is it, how does it impact or affect those who are around me? So oftentimes the plan you have for yourself is not just uh, yours and yours alone. There is a plan and there is agreements you have made with others who are with you. And so this impacts all of you. There is something to be learned in your agreements that you have made with one another. And while some of these challenges or some of these diseases, let's say, uh, would at first glance seem like something that would be awful to experience, why would I choose this? Well, in soul level, it is not seen this way. In soul level, you are seeing the opportunity for an expansion here. You are seeing the opportunity through the eyes of a neutral, a neutral vision, so to speak, a neutrality, yes. Um, and so this, this is not bad or good when you are um, developing the uh, blueprint, let's say, or the outline or the uh, plan for yourself, there isn't a good or bad. There is simply opportunity. There is possibility. What is the potential to be found here within this experience? This is what is mostly um, focused upon when you are at soul level, developing your experiences for yourself, designing your experience, let's say. Um, so again, this is really all about growth. It's really quite simple. Um, this is all about uh uh, providing yourself opportunity for experience. And again, also there are agreements, as we said, that impact others in your life as well. Now, how can we heal pain or heal trauma that has happened to us in this experience? Yes, this is something that um, many struggle with. And what we're seeing is that on the earth plane, um, up until recently, the earth plane has been quite a dense um, um, realm, an experience where many have been drawn to holding on to pain, holding on to the distortion uh, within themselves. And this shows up in so many different ways, these distortions. It can show up in emotions. It can show up in your physical body. It can show up energetically. Um, and what we're seeing now is that you are being offered a lightness here. Um, much intense light energy is now uh, surrounding the planet, offering your bodies the opportunity to lift themselves up. And so the density is getting less. It's decreasing here on the earth plane, which is why you are seeing so much uh, awakening, as you might call it, uh, among all of you. And while it may be an internal experience for some, some of you are sharing this awakening and others of you are not quite ready to share it. However, this is what is providing the opportunity to heal these pains. 
the opportunity to see uh, that you are capable of letting go of these pains of old wounds that have held you down or back or caused you um, physical pain. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Um, and so what we're seeing now is an actual desire, unlike any other time on this planet, to heal truly from pain, to truly experience freedom from pain, whether that be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically. We're seeing a revolution of sorts of people ready to face what it is that is causing them pain. Now, we have seen that for many, many, many years on this planet, um, pain has been avoided for, in many ways. Pain has been um, ignored. Pain has been dismissed, so to speak, because it was too much. It was too much, and one did not know how to actually get down to the root of it, nor did they even recognize there was a root to it. So what we're seeing now is that the light entering the planet at this time is offering you the opportunity to release these wounds and to be free from pain. Now, does this mean that everyone will be pain-free? No, because you are on the earth plane and pain is part of life. However, what we're seeing is that the gap between um, experiencing pain and then learning from the pain, perhaps, then releasing the pain is going to decrease. It's going to be much less time. People will not want to hold on to it any longer. They will not want to identify with it. They will not want to embody it. They will not want to live pain. They will want to live freedom freedom from pain so that they can live in the highest and fullest potential of their experience here. Does this make sense? It makes, it makes perfect sense. Thank you. Um, there's so much, uh, so much fear that we have in this experience. We constantly are guided, uh, or tortured by fear. It seems like it's something that we constantly have to overcome in this incarnation while we're here on on in the physical uh, plane what advice do you have for people to overcome their fears to be able to f connect to their true essence yes dear yes fear is one strong emotion that tends to take over all others yes it can take over the courage that you actually have within you to step forward out of the fear and, and, and this is something that uh, is required uh, in order to uh, walk through the fear. Now, being human, of course, you're going to have fear. We do not see this magically disappearing anytime soon. But what we do see is that can you um, be one with this fear? Can you accept that fear is something one must experience? And in many ways, as we said earlier, um, that this is part of uh, being on the earth plane is to transmute, to transform, 
to um, expand outside of darkness, outside of contraction, outside of fear. So fear is really the opposite of um, feeling the freedom of love or freedom that comes from an open heart where the open heart has the capacity to experience it all. And so we do not need to dismiss the fear, so to speak, or try and make it go away, but rather can we um, integrate it into a form in which we can use it to further ourselves um, into the life of this um, acceptance, um, life of living with peace and well-being for ourselves, which means that we have compassion and love for all aspects of ourselves, all of it. And so we do not need to feel shameful if we have fear. We do not need to feel like a failure if we have fear. No, fear is meant to be here in order to push us to our edges. It's meant to push us into new um, areas of exploration. And so again, this is not good or bad. Fear is not good or bad. It simply is. It simply is. It simply is an opportunity to see yourself more fully and to experience all that the human body has to experience. This is something humans forget that um, we and um, in realms where we are not in the human vessel, you have the capacity for a large range of emotions here in your human vessel, in your human experience. There is a range to, for so much to be felt experience, taste, smell, all of it, and feel. And so this is actually quite beautiful, the range of fear. When you look at it with compassion, when you look at it as something that is extraordinary, that is something that you can use as a tool to move into further growth and expansion, and so here we're seeing that um, we would just like to remind you that fear is uh, not something that we should try to uh, get rid of, so to speak, but rather, can you use it to transform yourself? And because all of you experience fear, and when and if you do use it to transform yourselves, do you not find that what you transformed becomes one of your greatest gifts, one of your strengths, something that you share, something that you begin to um, offer and contribute to others who are also in that same experience, perhaps, or something similar. So when you transform this, this becomes um, one of your greatest strengths, yes? Yes, yes. Now, do we all have a purpose or a destiny in this incarnation? Yes, absolutely, my dear one, yes. Every person has a seed within them that has a purpose that they wish to fulfill in this lifetime. And again, uh, we want to remind you that this doesn't need to be something grand, 
or something absolutely extraordinary where the whole world knows about you, but rather it can be quite small. It can be simply that you raise your children in a way or in a manner that impacts them, that has a ripple effect for generations to come. It can be that you simply write a book and those who read it will be impacted and again, a ripple effect. It can be that you inspire one person you come into contact with that then opens their heart to um, create something that they didn't think they could create, but here they are inspired by you. And now what they create impacts others and has a ripple effect. And so, yes, everybody has a purpose, dear. And it's all about coming home to yourself to remember, remember, and listen to your desires, those desires, those messages within yourself that are seated right there in your heart. When you listen to this, this takes you into the activation, so to speak, of what you came here to fulfill on. And so when this activation occurs, when you listen to each impulse, no matter how silly it may sound or how silly it may be, or how inconvenient or how large you think it is, or, or even how small, as we mentioned before, it doesn't matter as long as you follow each one. Follow each impulse. They are like pebbles. They are like crumbs, let's say, that that lead you to the next step, to the next, the next reveal, the next opening, the next pathway, the next possibility for yourself, the next inspiration for someone else. The heart is where all the answers lie. This is where your purpose is. And we do believe that each of you at this time are beginning to tap into this much more fully than before. As we said before, this is a revolution occurring, a revolution of the heart. And many of you are answering the call, just as you are, dear Alex, you are answering the call. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And you are having an impact. You are having that ripple effect upon everyone who watches this, everyone who hears your words, everything you have to share and contribute, anything you create, dear one. And so we thank you for this. And we thank all of you for this because the transition is happening. It is occurring. There is a transformation and it at times may not seem like it, but we want to let you know that your courage is being acknowledged in other realms and other dimensions as we all support you and offer you guidance. This is quite a remarkable time, yes. Now, when, when we as souls agree to come down to, down for lack of a better word, down to this plane uh, and have these agreements, uh, these purposes that we're looking for, we do have free will and hence sometimes veer off the track. What happens when we veer off the track of what we've agreed to do in this life? 
Well, this can be, um, this can occur in a variety of ways. And you are correct. Yes, there is never anything set in stone. Although you have made agreements or you have created a plan for yourself, it is not set in stone. This is something that uh, in your human existence, um, you have the possibility to change uh, or switch paths or um uh how do we say you have uh the ability to um either complete a lesson with ease or complete it with challenge um and so what we're seeing is that a lot of you do offer yourselves many different opportunities you set before you to learn a lesson and so uh it is up to you which path you choose so to speak so it is not just, I want to learn this lesson, so I'm going to drop this one tiny potential into my life at this time. No, you actually drop many potentials in many uh, uh, layers of your lifetime, and you choose uh, this one. This is the one I think I need to know and learn right now, and this is the way I want to learn it. Um, so. There may be the opportunity for a lesson to be learned, um, but in a variety of potential that you presented for yourself, like a rainbow of potential here. And you, almost like a magnet, magnetize to the one you think is going to be of most benefit to you. So um, there is um, times, let's say, when you uh, have more difficulty, let's say, or more challenge in completing your lesson or your assignment for yourself, this is okay. There is nothing wrong with this. Again, there is no good or bad about your experience. You simply do what you are ready to do when you are ready to do it, or you're not. And that is okay. So you go back and you say, well, I got this far in that experience. I wanted to complete this lesson. That didn't happen for whatever reason. There are so many. And you choose again. Do I want to return to relearn this lesson? Do I choose it in a new and different way? Do I make agreements with others around me that may hold me accountable to learning this lesson in ways they won't remember, however, but <laughs> this is what they will uh, present for you, right? A reminder, hey, I'm going to bring you up to this challenge you said you wanted for yourself. And so, um, yes, we definitely have free will and choice. and. So much possibility and potential presented to us in order to learn our uh, lessons. Is there such a thing as a soulmate? Mm. This one is difficult to answer because what we see right away um, is as something to offer you in this moment is that yes, there are soul families yes that are very close very bonded to one another uh, as soul on soul level and they have been with one another throughout many 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 lifetimes 
um, presenting as different roles for one another. So one may be your father in one and your son in the next, your best friend, perhaps. Um, and so soulmate doesn't necessarily mean that there is one person in your lifetime who is your soul mate, so to speak, but rather that you have many because they are presented to you again within your agreements with those who you are closely bonded with, with those who are the most trustworthy to offer the experience you all agreed upon. And if you think about it, these are souls that love you immensely, immensely to at some times come about to bring on the challenge of a life or experience that as a human, you would not choose, no? Mm -hmm. But yet they come in to play a role that might be quite challenging for you because they love you, because they, you asked for them to do this because this was a request of yours and they are honoring it. And so in this way, we do have soulmates, although it's not one person, we have many. Thank you for that answer. Now, I've heard of the concept of spirit guides and, and people on the other side or entities, if you will, on the other side that help us along our journey. Can you tell us, um, for a lot of people who think they're alone in this life, uh, that they're what who is helping them on the other side guiding them through this experience that they've planned out because obviously we have forgotten what we set out to do if not that would kind of defeat the purpose uh so why who can you explain who is there helping us on the other side there are so many uh guides so to speak helping and assisting and supporting you there are many different realms, so many that we could not even name them all in this one sitting. But to mention some, and that you may be familiar with, there are, of course, the galactic realm and um, uh, support and guidance, just like comes from us, the Arcturians, yes. Um, and there are also angels. There are past loved ones. Um, there are, let's see. Mm, there are there there are so many guides um in so many different ways of uh helping and assisting and so it's difficult to say exactly who is helping each person because there are so many different spirit teams um that you yourself have selected this is one of the things that you select in your lifetimes i would like you to be uh, my most dominant guide, perhaps, let's say, I uh, would like you to be there throughout my entire lifetime, or you select someone to just be with you for a moment in time of your life. Uh, this is going to be when I'm going to need your assistance. So I ask for you and request for you to show up for me at this time. And then there are your uh, past loved ones, of course, uh, who are most likely part of your soul family. And they are always going to be with you as well, assisting and guiding you, uh, um, perhaps nudging you into the right direction at times or showing you a little um, a glimpse of them and their support, offering you some joy around this, hopefully and also to let you know that you are not alone. Um, the, 
this is a time when actually a lot of you will begin to have deeper connections with your spirit guides. You will have uh, clearer communication with your spirit team. And again, part of the transformation on the planet, part of the heart opening is that you have access to this realm when your heart is open in this way, in this manner. And you begin to actually feel, sense the energy of your guides uh, either around you or offering you messages or seeing those uh, coincidences that you didn't see before. So these are all occurring for you now. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And we see that many of you are beginning to connect to this in a much deeper level than ever before. Yes. Now, why is it that we don't remember our, our, our past lives or this plan that we, we have set out? Yes. Well, part of why you don't remember your past lives here is because you have experienced so many that it would be difficult to carry all that in the human mind. It is uh, so extraordinarily expansive and infinite. Um, so this is part of why you can't remember past lives. Now, sometimes um, if you are having trouble with a certain thing that you do not understand, perhaps it is from a particular past life in which you can um, get help or assistance in trying to uncover whatever it is that is um, still affecting you in this lifetime. And perhaps you can hone in on that particular experience, but to hold or carry the infinite amount of your existences in fractals. Even at this moment, you are um, experiencing different lifetimes and different dimensions. Um, and so again, the concept of past life is not quite uh, accurate because all dimensions occur and, and exist in, in the now moment. But we understand that here in, in human um, earthly realm, that there is what feels like a past life. Um, so one of those is that it simply would not be able to be something you could comprehend, let's say, not here in this realm. And then uh, what was the other part of your question, dear? No, the, the other part was wh why would we, um, why don't we remember the plan that we set out? Yes, so part of not remembering your plan is simply because, um, in order for you to expand and grow, you must live the experience that gets you there. And so if you knew your plan, you in this human realm, well, it would just wouldn't work. But if you knew your plan, you as a human would uh, try to strategize it, try to manipulate it, try to um, uh alter it in some way try to have control in some way where when you do not remember it then you are automatically in an organic space of experience of creation of unfolding of blossoming a natural state of contraction expansion contraction expansion so falling into yourself and blossoming out of yourself in order to grow this would not occur, this organic way, this growth, 
uh, would not occur if you knew your plan. Again, you would try to control the situation. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. This makes perfect sense. The concept of karma has been spoken about for thousands of years. Can you explain the nature of karma and 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 kind of uh, make it a little bit more understand understandable for people who don't have a, a grasp of it? Because it has been kind of thrown around a lot in different ways. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Mm, let's see. From our perspective, karma is not necessarily um, what we see as humans perhaps see it as uh, this perspective of uh, one way of putting it, keeping score, so to speak, mm -hmm. of if I do this, then um, this will occur or this will happen. If I do this, this will happen um, or uh, some sort of keeping score here, whether it be good or bad, whether it be for good or bad. Uh, if I do something good, good karma will come to me. If I do something bad, bad karma will come. This is not necessarily um, what we as the Arcturians um, see karma as, so to speak. We see this more as experience that you choose for yourselves um, and in that way again it comes back around to the experience of growth um, this is always what the soul desires is growth is new pathway is expansion much like um, a flower leaning toward the sun growing toward the sun your soul naturally wants to expand um, and wants to be nourished in this way. And so experience here is simply, or let's say the word karma that you are referring to is simply experience. Experience of your soul, experience of if I uh, choose to do this action, is this going to cause me to continue to grow towards the sun? towards my expansion one might call it the ascension um and or if i choose to do this action will i be stunted will i stay where i am and and this is truly just the choice you are making for yourself um and so in what our perspective is is not so much karma but rather what is the experience you want to have for yourself what is the experience that you want to create for yourself and will that creation um lead you to expansion or will it keep you stunted will you stay in a cycle of uh being stuck uh relearning 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 experiencing the same thing over and over and over again or do you want to expand yourself into new possibility new territory new realms um so this is simply all that we as as the arcturians see um karma as is is experience experience what can you tell us about what is happening in the world today? All this negativity, all this uproar, change, uh, you know, political strife, environmental, financial, uh, emotional, uh, political, there's so much stuff going on. And so many people are afraid of what's happening. Can you, can you tell me what your point of view is on what's happening right now? Yes, in one word, uh, transformation, yeah. And so 
what we're seeing is simply the dissolving of old systems, which is going to come with, um, well, we're seeing the vision of earthquake, uh, which doesn't mean earthquake literally. It just means the sensation of uh, this foundation breaking. Yes, uh, everything that we have known on the earth plane is transforming, is transitioning into a new way of being. And so in order for the new way to come forth, we have to experience the breaking of what was once um, held, let's say, or what was once um, created. Uh, in order for newness, there must be destruction, yes, uh, destruction of what was once created. And what we're seeing right now is that many of you are beginning to have, as we said, the light within you, um, offering you the activation and the energy to take actions that you had not taken before. Uh, so when you have the fire within you to take action, well then, things change, things transform. And in order for uh, things to be different, you have to create a little bit of an uproar, a little bit of a, a discomfort. Uh, and not everyone is going to be ready for that. So there will be resistance. There will be some who want to hold on to the old ways of doing things. And so there will be uh, some uh, what hesitation, so to speak, to move into a new direction. And a lot of this is because those who have hold power, held power before don't want to let it go. They don't want that. No, they want to stay in control. But what we're seeing is that the light is offering uh, the people who um, want to operate from a greater sense of community and a greater sense of benefit for all are going to rise up. And this, of course, is going to cause um, some uh, dis unrest, let's say, unrest from those who want to remain in control, who don't want things to change. They like it just the way it is. Um, but this is a time of transformation. And so little by little, you will see that community becomes what is most important. Uh, helping one another, opening your hearts to one another, loving one another, creating new programs, new systems in which everyone is cared for is what's going to come through. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And we see this uh, happening quite rapidly within the next two or three years where new ideas, new concepts, new pathways, new solutions are going to be presented. And we see it solidifying in perhaps the next six to 10 years where you will finally see these new systems implemented. And you will finally see that community comes together and that there is not just somebody who is in control of it all making choices that benefits them, but rather as a community, you are looking out for one another and you are developing new ways of caring for one another from your hearts, from your hearts. And so this is beautiful, 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 beautiful. 
we are very, very pleased with the progress happening on the planet, although it may seem that there is so much unrest and so much negativity. You must move through this phase in order to create what comes next. And do you have any final words for our audience? Only to remember that you have the capacity for so much more than what you currently uh, know of yourselves. And to always tap into the heart when you are uncertain, tap into the heart when you are having doubts, when you do not understand, when you are confused. From here, you will open the space to know the truth of yourselves. And we say this because the heart, again, is where your seeds are held. Everything about you is held here. And we have often said that the heart for the human is the greatest gift given to you. It is here where all your energy uh, resides, all of your soul, all of your uh, electromagnetic field that is quite powerful when activated. If this is what opens you, this is what reveals your uh, more of you to yourself. This is what opens you to seeing someone else as well, seeing the truth of who they are, the purity of who you all are, and what you carry within you. So we would simply ask you to lead your lives from your heart. Thank you so much for, for this time with us. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How was that for you? Where do you go, by the way, when that happens? I'm here. I'm you're here. In? I'm just sort of in the background. <laughs> you're listening, but so because some some don't remember anything. Others hear it kind yeah. of muffled, and others remember everything. Yeah, I remember everything. I'm just kind of hanging out on the outskirts. <laughs> what did you feel? How did you feel that went? I think it went well. I like the, I mean, I always like what they say. It's always um, surprising to me sometimes when in the middle of a channeling, I'll, I'll be like, ah, you know, that seemed really simple. And then I will hear it back or I'll transcribe it to write on my blog. And as I'm writing it, I begin to get more of the, the depth of what they said, of what, what, like, I just get a deeper understanding. Um, and uh yeah so well, they were they were tough questions they weren't easy questions uh which is which is always i like asking tough questions of channels because i want to hear what they they say of the because they're, they're questions that everyone asks like right. why, why would you want to incarnate into pain and how do you let go of pain you know, your, your traumas and you know why can't we remember and these you know tough questions that a lot of people ask and uh i've never been i've yet to be disappointed by what a channel says and it's all very similar by the way there's yeah. an interesting thing i find because now i've talked to dozens of channels at this point uh there's always a common truth and all of everything what they say love and it, it's it's fascinating constantly this is the same same truth keeps keep to keep coming popping up so but i appreciate you doing that for us i know you don't do it often so thank you thank you for asking <laughs> Now, um, I'm going to ask you a few questions to ask all of my guests. 
Okay. Um, what is your definition of living a good life? Mm, Alex, I watch your show. So every time you ask this question, I think, what am I going to say? <laughs> and I always have a different answer every, every day in that moment. I'm like, oh, today it's this. Um, <laughs> but I really think it's, 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 um, being open to the experience of creation mm. is a good life. Um, and not questioning um, the exploration or the impulses you have of what you want to create in, in whatever moment, you know, you have this idea or this um, seed that wants to sprout. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good life is being open to creation in whatever form it looks like <laughs> or wants to express itself. Fair enough. Uh, what is your definition of God? God is everything. God is everything. I feel like God is what animates all of it. <laughs> all of it. It's um, the breath of life. Um, not just here, but the universe of, I don't know. I don't even know how far it goes, but right. all of it, all of it. And uh, what is the ultimate purpose of life? Um, I mean, I guess it's to expand. <laughs> like they said, to keep um, opening ourselves and our hearts to the sun to keep leaning towards that, leaning towards the light, growing, expanding. I don't know where it leads, yeah. but <laughs> it's going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and where can people find out more about you and the work that you're doing? Uh, they can go to ivanconstancio.com. my website. I'll put and that the, in the show notes. Yeah. And the YouTube channel, if anyone wants to see me there, it's the Unravel Collective. Okay. And uh, do you have any final messages for the audience? No, I just want to say thank you so much for having me and um, being interested in what the Arcturians are sharing. And, and I hope that uh, everyone who listened to this um, had just the opportunity to, to tap into their own hearts and be inspired to live from there. I appreciate you, my dear. Thank you again. Thank you. I want to thank Yvonne so much for coming on the show and sharing her knowledge and talents with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 213. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.